Hello everyone and welcome to Torsky Tuesdays. We are starting episode 31. I am your host, Hananya Abraham. We just finished chapter 11, which talks about the spirituality of having happiness in both the past and the future. And today we are starting chapter 11 on page 87. So getting right into it, the ability to have purpose. And while it's been a long time since I've read this book, this is probably, for me, the one that has the most markings in my book itself, because I believe this is something that resonated with me personally. Um, For further readings on the topic of purpose, I would highly, highly recommend, and maybe this is something that we can read together if people feel that this is something that we can do. I would gladly do this book because it's, it's probably my most favorite book that I've ever read in my life regarding the concept of self-worth and self-help and self-actualization. Probably one of my best books ever besides for another one or two. If you're curious of what they are, you can email me, but we'll talk about that a little later. But the book that I would highly recommend for this, this topic itself, besides for this book itself, would be uh, what's known as Man's Search for Meaning. Very, very popular and famous book written by the famed psychiatrist Viktor Frankl, who was a war survivor and had survived from Vienna through four different concentration camps. There is the Franklin Institute that has, is world famous now, and his concept of called logotherapy, something that has helped thousands of people. Um, he talks about this concept of meaning and purpose, and this chapter is, I guess you could say, dedicated to him, in a way. So, here on page 87, the ability to have purpose. I do not like fish tanks. I see the fish swimming to and fro, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, accomplishing nothing. This makes me think, am I really any different is it possible that I, too, like, like the fish? I'm merely moving around but not really doing anything of true substance. I remember my first time reading this chapter. Very, very soon thereafter, I was in a doctor's office with one of my kids. And this was literally a thought that was going through my head. Like, oh my gosh, poor fish. And then I'm like, wait, poor me. But as we'll, as we'll see over here, that's not um, a thought that stood long for them. Continues Dr. Swarsky. Is it possible that I, too, like a fish, am merely moving about and not really doing anything of true substance? Can an outsider be looking at me and thinking of me what I think of the fish? Then I wonder, if these fish can't think, is it possible that when they swim to and fro in the tank, they think that they are accomplishing, things, uh, accomplishing something? This was a very uncomfortable thought. We cannot possibly be happy if we think our existence has no meaning and if we have no goals and aspirations. I know that's something that sounds very, very judgmental, but I believe that it's fact the way he's writing that. I'm going to read that sentence again. We cannot possibly be happy if we think our existence has no meaning and if we have no goals or aspirations. We need we each need to find some purpose to our existence. And that could literally be, literally be something where you're the one that thinks of how to have produce last, last longer. Throwing bread into an ocean that gives purpose because of the fish that you're feeding. Holding a door open for someone. The concept of purpose is, is 
plentiful and endless. But the concept of realizing that we need to have meaning and goals and aspirations so that gives us a purpose is vital to our well-being and happiness. One of the most unique features of human beings is our ability to contemplate a goal and to have purpose in life. We all need and want to feel valued, but how do we determine value? If we look about us, we see that something has value primarily for one or two reasons. Either because it performs a function that we need, or if it's not functional, because it has aesthetic value. Aesthetic is like a um, set of principles that has uh, some sort of beauty or appreciation attached to it. An interesting wording for using that word, but I think it's very apropos for over here. We might own a beautiful grandfather clock that even though the mechanism is broken beyond repair, it has no use as a timepiece, but we value it because it, has a hand, it is a handsome piece of furniture. On the other hand, if a can opener becomes dull and is not able to function anymore as a can opener, we discard it because it has no aesthetic value. It is worthless when it is not functional. And us as human beings work the same way. That's why it is important to have this concept of having a reason to be doing something or a reason to be living. There are some people who are so handsome that they may have a aesthetic value but they are in the minority. And even when people may eventually lose their aesthetic value in advanced age, that could also be something that that person who is beautiful might have a less feeling of value. Rather, our human, our value as human beings is our function. So it's not necessarily about the beauty, but it's about the value that we have as human beings that is our function. But just what is our function? Some put in a full day's work, some kick, come home, sorry, kick off their shoes and watch television. Others might spend a few hours at the fitness center working out, or they might meet up with some friends and go out for a delightful dinner. But the truth is, if our lives do not go beyond self-gratification, whatever form that may take, we will continue to suffer signs of SDS. Spiritual Deficiency Syndrome. I actually want that sentence to internalize and become a part of us because it's important to have that social life, to do something, to sit back and watch TV, do exercise, to do those things that help us personally. But at the same time, we have to realize that if it's all about self-gratification, it's, it's, we're going to feel... We're going to have eventually suffered from signs of, of spiritual deficiency syndrome. True, a person, a person who enjoys sports or television is more sophisticated than an animal, but even sophisticated self-gratification falls short of the function that can give us a sense of worthiness and self-fulfillment. Here we go again, talking about Car, uh, Charles Schultz. Cartoonist Car, Charles Schultz, who has an uncanny ability to express psychological insights in his cartoons. Below, Schultz humorously depicts how we all need to find some meaning in our life. So in the first, I'm going to try to, to, to explain the 
actual cartoon here, and then I'll see if I could also post the picture of it in my uh, description, or at least have a link to it somewhere. So you have Snoopy outside of his doghouse, and my life has no meaning, he's thinking. You see him in the next picture, also hit with his head down. Everything seems empty. Then there he is reading a book on top of his doghouse. Even my bunny books seem meaningless. Then he looks up to the sky, starting to contemplate. In search of the, I search the skies, but I can find no meaning. And then the next one, which is you see his shoulders slooping a little bit. No meaning. And then you see him lying down. His ears are down. His hands are down. Oh, sigh. And then you hear something coming. You see him looking for something. And then there is Charlie Brown holding a bag of food. Ah, meaning. Very, very cute and very well done regarding the concepts of what uh, Mr. Schultz is talking about here. But as explains Dr. Torsky, self-fulfillment requires working towards a goal that is more than self-gratification. The human mind, which with its stunning capacity, is far too great to settle for only self-gratification, which is also why when we get more regarding the self-gratification, in order to keep that self-gratification being something that we're happy about and good about, we need more and more. So if, let's say, this restaurant, this three-star restaurant, has a, has a great menu, once you've, quote-unquote, mastered that and you want to graduate to something more and better, then you need a better restaurant with better food. Or if you have one type of car, you might need another type of car afterwards because in order to keep that little self-gratification Gratified, you need more in order to be satisfied. So the human mind, I'm going to go back and say one more sentence here, with its study capacity, is far too great to settle for only self-gratification. If you saw a boy wearing a jacket whose sleeves extended far beyond his hands, or pants that dragged behind him, and a hat that came down over his nose, you would probably conclude that he had put on his father's clothes. Those clothes are far too large for him. Similarly, the abilities to comprise the human spirit are far too great for us to settle for less than the best we can be. And for those of us listening to America, in America, I think the first thing that comes to mind, at least for me, I don't know if you'll admit it also, is be be all you can be in the army. And talking about the concept of a greater purpose, which is what fighting for a country, no matter where you are, actually is. And there's a certain sense of purpose that comes about with fighting for your country. It's because it's doing something more than you are. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This concludes episode 31. We are on the top of page 89, and we are talking about fulfillment. We are going to continue with this great discussion. And next time we will talk about personal goals. Please feel free to contact me, and I encourage any form of contact and critique or question that you might have, you can reach me at koshercounseling at gmail.com.